0: It's such a thrilling ride, welcoming a second, third or even fourth little one into your family. But let's not forget, it can also be quite the roller coaster for your older little ones. Your older baby, because let's face it, they are always our babies, no matter how old they are, is suddenly having to share their universe, which until now has revolved totally around them. So what if I could give you a few hints and tips about some simple, fun activities to smooth out this transition? Welcome to the Little Bean Podcast. I'm Sarah Bulldock, mum to three wonderful boys and your host on this fascinating journey through the realms of pregnancy, early parenthood and beyond. From my own experience with my three boys and being a newborn photographer and baby whisperer for over eight years. Wow! Wow! I'm about to photograph my 805th newborn baby. So that's over 800 teeny button noses and 8,000 weeny little toesies. I can't believe that. I know the joy, the excitement, and even the occasional bouts of uncertainty that come with this journey. That's why I'm here, to share, to guide, and to help you cherish these invaluable moments. So put your feet up, make yourself comfortable, grab yourself a hot chocolate, Don't forget to add the whipped cream and the marshmallows. You can't have it without them. And join me for this friendly chat. So as a mum to three boys, I know just what it's like getting ready to welcome a second and a third gorgeous bundle to the family. So while looking at episode subjects for the Little Bean podcast, the topic of welcoming a baby brother or sister was very high on my list. And I was so delighted when my guest today agreed to join me. I'm really excited to welcome the absolutely wonderful Rachel. Rachel is the incredibly vibrant and inspiring heart and soul of Chakra Kids. As one of the UK's top children's mental health and energy coaches, Rachel has spun her own life challenges into a world of energy to support little ones, helping them express their emotions and boost their confidence in the most wonderful ways imaginable. She's created a magical toolbox out of her journey with her dyslexic little one and a chronic illness, all to ensure no child feels lost in this big, wide world. So today, Rachel's going to sprinkle her wisdom and share some handy tips on helping our older babies embrace their big brother or big sister role. Are you ready to leap into the world of siblinghood? Let's dive in with Rachel and explore the universe full of energy that she's created to champion children's mental health and how some simple steps can help older siblings.
1: Hi, Rachel, welcome.
0: How are you doing?
1: Yeah, really good, thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome, I'm really excited. (laughs) Um, So I I thought it was worth, before we start, um, just having a chat. So tell us how you sort of got into the world of of Chakra Kids.
1: It really came about um, during lockdown, actually, um, seeing how stressed both my children were and all of their friends and reflecting on my own journey with um, a chronic illness, I realised that there was a lot I could do with all of my qualifications to support children in managing and expressing their emotions using holistic therapies and particularly Um, at energy centers or chakras, because all of our emotions are, they're an energy. And we only have um, an emotion for 90 seconds. And if we don't express that emotion, particularly if it's negative, then the energy stops and it gets uh, caught up in our body. And so uh, we can then start to feel over time, if we don't learn how to deal with those emotions, we can learn um, or we can become more and more, um, we can struggle with our emotions more and more, and we can, um, over time, it can affect our physical health as well. So I, having done a PGCE, I wanted to create something that was really fun for children to get engaged with um, in order to learn how to do it. Because it's so important. They're our future generation. And if we can support them now, then uh, hopefully we'll create a powerful generation that really we need right now.
0: Yeah, no, that's brilliant. So because I know, obviously, children do struggle a lot of the time to express any emotions. So particularly younger ones. So as yeah. you say, it's it's really important to try and help them to be able to do yeah. it. So yeah. so what, what are chakras for someone that's... Me being slightly
1: naive, what are chakras? They are um, areas in our body. I mean, if we consider our body as a computer, the hard drive, our chakras are sort of like the software in our body. So we have seven main ones. And they're all linked to different aspects of life. So, for example, the first one, the root chakra, which is found at the base of the spine, that sort of develops in utero up to about one year. And that's all to do with belonging and physical aspects so that, you know, as a baby starts to grow, they need that nurture from the mother And um, they feel they need to feel that they belong. And so they're all linked. So like the heart chakra, for example, is linked to relationships and love for yourself and for other people. And if we if there is a blockage in there, which can be caused through trauma at the time that these develop, then we can start to feel these difficult emotions or we can start to feel. Um, the physical sensations. So it's a sort of a two-way thing. If we're experiencing negative emotions or emotion, I don't like to call them negative emotions because every emotion teaches us something. But if we feel an emotion that makes us feel bad from externally, it can impact that uh, chakra, particularly if um, it's been affected at the time that it was developed.
0: Yeah yeah, so obviously, I mean that that's quite important for for children again, um, yeah, because of I mean, they're learning so much all the time and and picking up so much, and you never know what's going to be more of a positive experience, and maybe none of it might be a little bit of a you know not, as you say, not a negative experience, but something a little bit different. So,
1: yeah, and I think children, you know as adults, we do our very best, and there is. Um, absolutely no guilt or shame on our parts. But I think um, for us as adults, we perceive things differently from children. Yeah. And so they may be much more effective than we actually think. And it can even go back as far as the grandmother, because if obviously your mother was birthed by your grandmother and then your mother births you. And so if there's stress in that line, that yeah. can impact the child as well. Yeah. Um, so particularly obviously, because we're
0: looking at sort of when little ones become bigger ones and then become siblings. Um, and obviously, I mean, I know you've got two, I've got three, and it it's always slightly traumatic. And I know it's it's sort of like when we're um sort of like parents, we're always sort of trying to do the best. And I know obviously you're sort of For me, it was like, oh, am I going to have enough enough love for two of them or three of them or whatever, which obviously you always do have. It's not a problem. Um, But sometimes with siblings, it it can be hard for them to sort of understand it. So is there sort of anything that we can do to help looking at at chakras and various different things that we can do and just fun things that we can do that they might not realise we're actually helping them, but they just really enjoy?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... There's two aspects to it really there's the aspect of a parent being aware which chakras being developed at the time the newborn comes along because obviously there can be well they can have their nose put out of joint almost because there's yeah. so much attention placed on the child so i mean not many babies come along in the first year of of a of a child's life but it, if they do, then it's really, really important to carry on that nurture with your your first child and, and, and also work on yourself because children are very, very intuitive and they can pick up on any anxieties that you have and that can also affect their chakras. Um, so massage is a brilliant one, um, you know, baby massage but also toddler yeah. massage. It it's a perfect one for that root chakra, particularly if they're in that year, first year phase. Um the other thing if they're in that first year phase and the thing that well actually I think I'll go through the first three chakras is as to what parents do and then tell you what the children yeah. can do. So if it comes along in the sort of up to the year age two, then this is the point when a child is starting to recognize that they're an emotional person and they're starting to explore their senses. And so really their emotions are an instinctual response to the sensory environment that they're getting. And so It's really important because they're starting to crawl to allow them to explore and do as much exploration as they possibly can. Give them a range of toys that they can touch, feel, listen to. Obviously, you have to make sure that they're safe, but don't be, you know, don't uh, put them in necessarily a playpen all the time because they'll feel um, totally constricted in that way. And then if they're born, if the baby's born, maybe when the solar plexus starts to um, develop, which is between two and three, then this is really where a child is starting to learn their willpower. They're starting to push boundaries. And it's a really difficult time for parents, but you need to be able to encourage them to make choices. So maybe give them two choices. Don't give them too many because they'll get confused. But would you like this or would you like that? And it slowly builds up their confidence. And um, it's really helping them to assert themselves without being over assertive. Um, and and questioning them on their choices and 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 really starting to build their confidence. So those are a, a couple of things that, as a parent, you can do. And I know it's difficult when you've got a new baby, but if if you've just got those few ideas to really support the older one, it really helps. And then for the children, what's really good um, is actually to um, have crystals. Um, because crystals have their own energy. And obviously, it's quite difficult with little ones to stop them putting it in their mouths. But if you have them in a bag, uh, like an opaque bag, and you get them to feel the different bags, they will be able to intuitively pick up which crystal they need at that time. And then... Depending on that, if we have the seven crystals linked to the different chakras, then I've got different activities they can do, say, if they pick the red one or the orange one. So if they pick the orange one, for example, which is linked to our sacral chakra, anything creative is brilliant for that one. It's all about our needs and our wants and giving them lots of different activities to explore so that they work out what they would like to do in that moment or over time is really, really brilliant for that one. So those are just a sort of few ideas of things they can do.
0: Yeah, which is great. And it is sometimes when you're a parent, as you know, you just don't really know where to start. And you obviously want to do the best for your little one. And, And your firstborn, he's always going to be your baby. I mean my yeah. firstborns now taller than me and I'm sure you're probably the same but they'll oh, yes. still be they'll still be your babies so yeah. it, it's trying to do the best for them um while equally obviously looking after your second newborn or third or or fourth or whatever it is you're trying to look after the youngest as well so it's yeah. it's nice to know that there are simple things and they are very simple that that you can do and just that will help
1: yeah and I mean just getting out in nature if you can't do the crystals at any time just getting outside and I know I mean we automatically with young ones go to the park to do things and it's brilliant because all of our chakras are linked to elements and so you know just being in contact with the ground brilliant for the root chakra if you're by water great for the sacral chakra being in the sun solar plexus chakra it's just So, so simple. And and what's brilliant about it is that it can be through every generation. So as a parent, you can do it with them. And it's important as a parent to get back to your child, like self as well, and and really learn about those emotions too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And presumably it's just as good if you have got a newborn that it will benefit them as well. So if you are out and about, you know, if you are obviously going to the park, you'll be taking a little one with you as well. So presumably they will benefit as
1: well. Yeah, absolutely. And the earlier that we can start this and be aware of what's going on, the better it is. So right from the start, start. make sure that you're giving lots of cuddles, you're nurturing, you're doing baby massage, you're exposing them even to... Um yeah, like you say, the the external environment, it, it's all all really good for getting that energy flowing.
0: Yeah. No, that's brilliant. And I know also, because I've seen on some of your social media, I know you sort of do reflexology as well, don't you? So I do.
1: I, yeah, reflexology and Reiki, they're both energy um energy therapies. And and again, they're so clever. I mean, Reiki works on the chakras so I've been um, trained to sort of channel the universal energy into a person and energy is clever it knows where in your body you need to go it needs to go so if there is a chakra that's been imbalanced for a long time or even a short time the energy will go there and start to heal the body itself whereas reflexology works more on the meridians which are sort of like the energy channels that carry the energy from the chakras to each other. And so on the point on our feet, on the soles of our feet, we have about 7,000 nerve endings. And when um, we have an imbalance in our body, it creates uric acid crystals, which actually fall through gravity to our feet. And our feet map our body. So our big toes are the head, The inside of our feet is the spine. And by pressing over the the, uh, soles of the feet, I can feel um, sort of like crystals, like a grittiness sensation if there's an imbalance. And by working over that, we start to release that imbalance and bring the body back into into line again.
0: Oh, wow, that's really interesting because I know it's funny that my mum, when I was sort of fairly little she quite often, if I couldn't get to sleep, she would massage my feet. Now, obviously, yeah. it's not reflexology, but presumably it's the same sort of sensation and it was the same sort of thing. And I, I used to absolutely love it. I
1: still remember it now. Um, yeah, yeah. My 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 youngest loves having reflexology. And it's funny you mentioned sleep because one of the things um, with the root chakra is that because it's linked to stress, obviously, when we're stressed – we struggle to sleep. And so the feet are linked as part of the physical to the root chakra. So by massaging the feet, we're actually lowering the stress, supporting the root chakra and therefore supporting our sleep.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, that will sort of explain why. As I said, I know know my mum always used to say, I still remember it now. I used to love it. I was just going, oh, just just one more minute. Oh, just one more minute. I can't do it anymore. So yeah, yeah, and I know obviously you've got sort of various different um, sort of things that are available on your website and various different things. So what if if anyone wanted any more information about your reflexology or about any of the your chakra kids or whatever, how how can they get in contact or how can they find out about it?
1: Um, So my website is um, www.chakra-kids.co.uk. There's some information on there about um, a one-to-one program i do with children um where it's very bespoke to the child to their hobbies to their interests um and based on the emotions that they're struggling with there's some information on a school program that i do that i support the whole school um and um I sometimes do holiday clubs as well and also my reflexology and Reiki. So that's all on the website. I've also got a Facebook page, which is Chakra Energy and um, an Instagram, which is Chakra underscore Kids.
0: Brilliant. I mean, I'll put all the information in the sort of like in the uh, details about the the episode as well. So it'll all be in there as well. So but it is just it's amazing. And I know, obviously, I've done some things with you with my youngest son as well, because he struggled a little bit in lockdown and you were absolutely amazing. So it, it's well, made you. a world of difference to him and he still does it now. And this was what I think a year, 18 months ago when we came to see you. And he still does it now, so you know it really, it really works. Um, well, and as thanks. you say, there are there are so many sort of little things that you can do when your your big your big baby is going to become a, an older brother or an older sister. That, yeah. as you say, are very very simple, but can really really help and are really enjoyable. Um, yeah. And that's also sometimes I know I was always worried that well, am I going to be able to give enough attention? To my older sons, when you've got a baby, but it's it's just the little things, and and Mm. as you say, it's it makes a big difference. So
1: yeah, yeah. So
0: it's absolutely brilliant. Is there anything else that you think would be useful? I think we've covered quite a bit, haven't we? Really? I think
1: we have. I think uh, that's generally everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So as I said, I'll put all the information about how people can get in contact with you. Um, cause presumably you've got all your, de- they can either DM you through, um, Instagram or Facebook yeah. or obviously yeah. email you and that sort of thing. So yeah. I'll put all the details down there. But other than that, as I said, it's been absolutely brilliant. So thank you very much. And hopefully people will have picked up loads of different bits and, and if they want any more information, then hopefully they'll get in contact with you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks ever so much. That has been amazing. A huge heartfelt thank you to Rachel for adding your amazing energies to the Little Bean podcast today. Your wisdom, passion, and dedication to children's mental health and well-being truly brightens the world. Your words have not only been inspiring but have also provided valuable insights into navigating our little ones' transition to becoming a big brother or sister. I think we can definitely say that you are a guiding light for anyone finding it tough to negotiate their expanding family. Thank you for the incredible work you do with Chakra Kids and thank you for being our special guest today. If you need to get a hold of Rachel, all of her details will be in the information about this episode from today. So there we have another episode of the Little Bean podcast. I love to hear from you and hear all your stories. Thank you to the wonderful families who have already reached out. I really enjoy sharing these special moments with you. I truly hope that the tips and stories we've shared today will help you cherish every precious step of your family journey.